Welcome to Shoalhaven Youth Local, a show where we focus on everything local in Shoalhaven. From current events and community groups, to local history and the best places to be, and even our favourite local personalities. We've got you covered. So if you ever wanted to know where to go or where to volunteer even, from a youth perspective, then listen in. You might be surprised by what's just outside your front door. time there were a brother and sister who lived in a cottage in the woods with their father and stepmother. Life for Gransel and Heddle was pretty good. Except for one small problem with their stepmother. Spaghetti again! We've had spaghetti three times this week. My <laughs> eyeballs are swimming in pasta sauce. My brain's turning into a mushy meatball. We're, We're sick, sick of, of spaghetti. Grenzel and Hettel stomped away, leaving their father and poor stepmother all by themselves with a giant steaming pot of spaghetti and meatballs. If I eat any more spaghetti and meatballs, I'm totally going to die. We should run away. But what if we get lost and we can't find our way home? Duh, Grensel. We're going to be running away. The whole idea is we don't want to come back home. But what if we change our minds? Hetel realised that was a pretty good question. So she thought about it for an entire two and a half seconds. OK, problem solved. I have an idea. Heddle whispered her plan to Gransel, who nodded his head. Unfortunately, Gransel wasn't nodding his head because Heddle's plan was good. He only nodded his head because he pretty much always agreed with his sister's schemes, even when he shouldn't. So, Gransel and Heddle ran away the very next morning. As soon as they got out of sight of the cottage, Hetel handed Gransel a 30-pack sack of soggy meatballs. Don't forget my plan. One meatball every 20 steps. Don't lose count. 20 steps, meatball. Got it. And then they set off through the woods, stopping every 20 steps so Gransel could drop a meatball to mark their trail. They walked and walked for hour after hour. Soggy meatball after soggy meatball. 20 steps. Sploitch. 20 steps. Sploitch. 20 steps. Sploitch. Until finally... I'm tired. We can rest in a minute. I'm cold. Do some jumping jacks. I'm hungry. Then eat a meatball. Grancel pointed to the meatball. He just dropped at their feet. That was our last one. Please, Heddle, please. Can't we just go home? And actually, although Heddle didn't want to admit it, she was tired, cold and hungry too. Home sounded like a pretty good place to be, even if she had to eat spaghetti. Fine, we can go home, but only so you'll stop complaining. Grenzel and Heddle turned around to follow their trail back home. But... But... 
Where are all the meatballs? In answer to their question, a baby raccoon waddled up to the meatball by Gransel's feet, stuffed it in its mouth and shuffled off under a bush. Chill out and use your brain. The meatballs marked our trail and the raccoon ate the meatballs. All we have to do is follow the raccoon. We'll get home because the raccoon has the meatballs in his stomach. Something about Heddle's logic seemed a little bit off to Gransel, but he'd never been very good at arguing with his sister. So Gransel and Heddle took off after the baby raccoon. Of course, if you've ever tried to follow a meatball-stealing baby raccoon through a dreary forest, you know it's not easy. It didn't take long until the raccoon had disappeared and Gransel and Heddle were stumbling around hopelessly lost. But then... Heddle tripped over a fallen log. Gransel fell on top of her. Whoa! Whoa. They both looked up and gaped at the most extraordinary house they'd ever seen. The scent of sugary sweetness filling the air. The house was constructed of a fudge brownie brick stuck together with chocolate frosting mortar. The windows were sheets of clear sugar crisscrossed with licorice lattice work. And a gumdrop chimney poked from the roof, which was covered by layers of overlapping sugar cookie shingles. Naturally, there was only one thing for two hungry kids to do. Snack Snack time! Hansel jumped off a sweet chocolatey chunk of brownie brick. Mm. Gransel climbed onto the roof and began licking the chimney. Of course, if you've ever started eating a strange house in the middle of a dreary forest, you know it usually leads to trouble. Nibbling, gnawing, like a mouse. Who is snacking on my house? A stooped old woman with wild white hair trotted outside. She bopped Heddle on the nose with a cane, then she hooked Gransel by the ankle and hauled him off the roof. I'm falling! What do you children think you're doing? We we were lost and starving, and then we saw your house and... Well, um, did I mention we were starving? Oh, you poor children. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to yell. Please come in. So Gransel and Hettle, who were unfamiliar with the dangers of following a stooped old woman into a candy house in the middle of a dreary forest followed the stooped old woman into a candy house in the middle of a dreary forest. As soon as they were inside, the old woman shut the door. She pointed toward two large cages sitting in the corner. I'm sorry, I don't have extra chairs for guests, but I'm a witch. Oops, did I say witch? I meant, um, I'll get you some sandwich. Anyways, both cages are quite comfortable. Please pick one and make yourself at home while I fetch your dinner. The old woman shuffled into another room and out of sight. Gransel looked around and sniffed the outside of the house. It had smelled like brownies and fresh sugar cookies, but inside it smelled like... Heddle, do you smell wet leaves and moss? No. 
Of course. What do you expect? We spent all day in a forest. But now we're inside a house made of brownies. Why does it still smell like we're standing in the woods? Plus, that woman said something about being a witch and she wants us to climb into cages. She said sandwich, not witch. And you act like you've never had dinner in a cage before. Stop being such a worrywart. In fact, Granzel hadn't ever had dinner in a cage and he was still nervous about the witch thing, but he didn't want to argue. So he climbed into the cage and Hetel climbed in the other. Suddenly, the old woman leapt back into the room. The old woman slammed both cages shut and locked the door. <laughs> now I have you. What are you doing? You better not try to eat us. Eat, you preposterous. I'm a vegan witch, but this world is filled with sweet-toothed little brats like you, and I'm sick of it. Today is the time for the healthier tomorrow. <laughs> the old woman which held up two massive mugs of greenish, gloppyish goo, each was topped by a pale, congealed mystery blob. Behold, my spinach, broccoli, brussels, sprouts, smoothie with tofu cream surprise. Drink deep and feel the vegan veggie power of the vitamin K. Rattle gagged. Head to heave. No way! With a panicked power that can only come from fear of veggie-based smoothies, Grantsville and Heddle burst from their cages. They dove from the house. They darted into the forest. They dashed and dodged around every dark and dairy tree. Until... Home! Amazingly, Grantsville and Heddle's diving, darting, dashing, dodging escape had taken them right back to their cottage in the woods. Children, where have you been? Are you hungry? We're starving! So Grantsville and Heddle's stepmother cooked a giant pot of steaming pasta, which the children gobbled up without complaint. And they lived happily ever after. Though every time they ate spaghetti... Grantsel and Heddle couldn't help but think of the old vegan witch and shudder at the memory of her gloppish veggie smoothies. Because... Children, I'm sorry your spaghetti is always vegan now. I cannot figure out what happened to all of my meatballs. The end. Blooper session. Three, two, one. Grantsel and Heddle. I said petal. Silda. Bummer. Three, two, <laughs> Bummer. But what if we change our minds? Yeah, what Wait, no. But what if we change our minds? Because it's ASMR. Really? <laughs> ASMR. They walked so long. <laughs> they walked? Ugh. They walked <laughs> so long <laughs> for the whole life. Okay. And actually, although Hetel didn't want to admit it, she was... 
She retired, but she okay. was actually quite tired. They walked and walked for hour and after. Hour after. <laughs> Wait, do I do that? What? 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 Trotted outside. She bob bobbed. Bobbed. <laughs> bob bobbed. Bobbed. You know, bobbed. you know guys, bobbed means this so she bobbed out. Cackle. Three, two, cackle. one. <laughs> cackle, cackle, cackle. Now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Ready? Pasta with the chill with, <laughs> with the chill pill. We have a chill pill. So, chill pill. So, chill pill. Onto the roof and began licking the. <laughs> I can't do that again. Yeah. We're, we're just having a little snack. Like, I would have a hamburger, cheeseburger, uh, Big Mac Whopper. Mine. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Oh, you poor children. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Dreary. Jerry, 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 don't whisper me, stop doing bruh, three, two, one, as soon as they were inside, what are you doing, no, wrong voice, wait, what, which, which sock, which, which, what which, Two, one, the, the end. end. By the two 
So that's it for another week. Thanks for listening to our show. Shoalhaven Youth Local is a show dedicated to sharing local info about the Shoalhaven from a youth perspective. If you want any information from the show, you can find it in our show notes at our podcast, Shoalhaven Youth Local. And don't forget to subscribe and share the show with all your favourite locals. Shoalhaven Youth Local is made possible with funding from the New South Wales Office of Communities and Justice. Catch you next time!